Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Winning. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Happy Thanksgiving Eve, mm-hmm. and welcome to week 11 of the NFL season. If you've joined us on the college episode, big games out there, the Greg and Chip, Chip Murphy 7, were on that. Go check out that episode. I unfortunately wasn't on. I had some comments. We'll all put out our full slate uh, on a little bit, I guess, Friday, Saturday. There's football every day here, but really Beautiful. big games on Saturday. But Greg, NFL. We're here for the NFL, and there's the three games on Thursday. We got the first annual Black Friday game, which is unfortunately in Jet Life Stadium. And honestly, a pretty nice slate on Sunday. Yeah. So let's start off here, man. Let's start off here. I'm on the West Coast. So this is a 9.30 a.m. game. This is a London game for me in Detroit. We got the Detroit Lions at home. Minus seven and a half against the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers just put their rookie Luke Musgrave on season-ending IR. Aaron Jones just got hurt. They had a pretty incredible game versus the Chargers. Everybody is talking about last week how, you know, you're a masochist if you bet on the Chargers-Packers. You know, no one knew how that game was going. I knew exactly how that game was going. You take the points in the home team in that game because they both are going to keep throwing up on themselves until one person wins by accident. Like, that's exactly how they've been winning all year. But here we are, the Detroit Lions, who, at this point, Greg, if Philadelphia just has one more slip-up, like if they just if the Jets were in their division, right, and had to play them twice, right, because we already were the only team that beat them once, if they had to maybe beat them twice, the Detroit Lions would be staring at that bye week. Like, this is a really big game for the Detroit Lions. Oh, this yeah. is a Thanksgiving home game, big rivalry versus Green Bay, and they're trying to solidify their stamp in the league. But it's seven and a half, Greg. What do you think about this game? I think it's Detroit all the way. I think Detroit... This is Detroit's coming out party. This is there for real. This is, like you said, we're going for the first overall seed. We're going for a bye week. It's crazy. The NFC cha- you know, NFC runs through the Detroit Lions, the Detroit <laughs> Stadium. I mean, it's crazy. It's banana lands, but it's been that type of year here in the NFL. So it's one slip up. It's one more Philadelphia slip up. And dude, the, the the Eagles have been have been close. They've been close in a lot of these games to slipping up. Uh, but Detroit. I feel like, again, I feel like Detroit at home is pretty good. Jared Goff at home in a dome is pretty good. Um, and I also think Detroit against bad teams are pretty good. So minus seven and a half, I think Vegas is trying to get you to trick you into taking in Green Bay here. Um, I don't think Green Bay is very good. I think Detroit beats up on bad teams. I think Detroit is good at home on Thanksgiving. I think Jared Goff's been pretty good at home on Thanksgiving. So uh, give me Detroit minus seven and a half here to start off the slate. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't agree more. It feels too easy, right, to take the Detroit Lions, but they're making it really hard because they're giving you the hook. 
Like, yep. oh, seven and a hook. It's Green Bay. You know, Detroit always is going to fumble. Honestly, I love Detroit. Like, this is my best bet of the of the whole day. Detroit minus seven and a half at home. It feels egregious. Like, it feels like it should be like five and a half. You know what I mean? Just based on yeah. the two teams. But if you watch these games this year, it should be nine and a half. Right? Oh, maybe almost yeah. ten. Like, eleven. Like, what are we talking about? Green Bay is going to be talking about draft picks after this game. And Detroit's going to be talking about bye weeks after this game. <laughs> like, it's going to be so different. Yeah, and it's crazy. I don't think a touchdown is crazy. You know, couple, you know, two possessions, it seems like a lot. I love Detroit here. The favorites on Thanksgiving are absolute killers. I'm, I'm riding with Detroit. I love that. And then it goes to another, I mean, all division games. Oh, I just realized that. All division, all division games, games all pretty big spreads on Thanksgiving, too. All right, interesting note. Second game. Washington killed me in Survivor last week. Yep. Took me out. Plus 10 and a yep. half. Shout out to the Giants fans. You you were right. I was wrong. You should dunk on me. But then don't get upset when I talk about that, you know, that little W at Jet Life Stadium. Don't you can't play both sides of the coin. You can't play both sides. And honestly, Giants fans, enjoy that W. Enjoy. Enjoy that Tommy DeVito W and talk to me at the end of the year. Anyway, Washington, 10 and a half to the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys have been rolling, man. Yeah, they've been they've been unbelievable. Honestly, like Dak Prescott has been a beast. We have the worst secondary in Washington. Is the number one receiver in the league CD Lamb? He's definitely the most underrated wide receiver. Somehow, some way, CD Lamb is underrated on America's team. He's been he's been the best receiver in the league, and no one cares. No one talks about him. And I think sure. it's because everybody's a little bit trepidatious about the Dallas Cowboys. Like yeah. even though they win games, we're like, all right, they're gonna fold it. We all have, we all kind of are on the Stephen A. Smith rhetoric. Like I think we all, in the back of our heads, like we believe that something's just gonna go wrong. Because it usually does. The ten and a half is crazy, but I, I, I can't stay away. I, I, I can't. live live line, John. I see it. Action Network has twelve. Ooh, twelve and a half. Twelve, twelve and a half in some sports books. So I don't know if that changes your mind a little bit. You're what do you think? Being, yeah, for me, it's Washington all the way. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, the stats are out there. People have been tweeting them all day. Did home, uh, I mean, uh, favorites are good on Thanksgiving. Dallas under Dak Prescott has not been good on Thanksgiving. Independent of that, I think Dallas just beats up on bad teams, and I just can't make up my mind if Washington is a bad team. Dude, that's the whole thing, man. I, like, I, I'm impressed by Sam Howell. Yeah. I like what, what they, you know, what they do on offense. I don't love that they, you know, got rid of their defensive players. That's a different story for a different day. But they've been pretty decent. I mean, it's hard to get kicked out of games. Like, I can't imagine one player on the Jets offense being kicked out of a game, let alone two, or yeah. anything like that, and, and even competing. Right? So I understand kind of where Washington is. But, man, it's like watching last week. It's like, what was I thinking? Thinking Washington's good and Sam Howell's good. Like, what was I thinking, man? But at the same yeah. time. Dude, they sacked Tommy DeVito five times in the first quarter, set an NFL record. Like, and and ended up, you know, like, so, um, you know, you, you put on the game, watch the first quarter, you're like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Like, this is great. Uh, this is the best pick. I'm so glad it's going to be easy. You look up at halftime, he has two touchdowns. Yep. Like, my brother's been making fun of me all day yesterday. Tommy DeVito and Zach Wilson are tied with touchdowns. Tied. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it's not the Jets and Giants. It's Washington and Dallas. I'm, I'm I'm taking Dallas. I'm taking the I'm taking the twelve and a half because it makes no sense. Like 
12 and a half is crazy, dude. Why is it moving two and a half points? Is it because the public is all over them? No, they're not. Actually, the public is more on Washington. So yeah. uh, this line doesn't make any sense for me. I know Dak is usually bad, but dude, Dak is rolling. I'm telling you, Dak, look what Tommy DeVito did to the Washington commanders. Like, Dak Prescott's going to murder them. I honestly, I think it's going to be an annihilation. I think I think Dallas Cowboys this week is going to be a solidified top three team in the NFC. Like, they're going to start looking at Philly, Lions, Dallas. Oh, no, four, four. Philly, uh, Lions, San Francisco, Dallas. Like, I think they're going to solidify that fourth spot, the top wild card spot, and they're going to start yeah. trying to, you know, they're going to be a name because – NFC is embarrassing. Like when you look at the Jets, the Jets will be a playoff team in the NFC, right? Like so, the NFC is embarrassing right now. I think Dallas is gonna kind of go above the fray here. And what a better time than on Thanksgiving and when Prescott's historically bad, like you said. That's a nice stat. Was he one for five? Yeah, it's not. He's not very good. Tough. Um, tough. All right, so we're on opposite sides there. Yeah, I'm going rolling with each other with Detroit. Opposite Dallas, Washington. I got Dallas. You got Washington. Taking the points. Can't hate. Can't hate that. Last one, another division, a team that's absolutely rolling now, right? Like they hit, they hit a, a slide. We all thought it was going to be over for San Francisco. They come out healthy. They come out hot. When they have Trent Williams and they have Debo Samuel, they're good to go. No worries. And Brock Purdy, like they're good to go. On the other hand, it's the exact opposite. We have Seattle who was riding so high and now they're getting injured. We don't know if Geno Smith is going to come back. And we know if Geno Smith takes even one break, Zach Wilson is actually better than Drew Locke. Different sort of a different day. Like their, their backup situation is horrible. Is Kenneth Walker gonna play? I know he was hurt. No, he's banged up. DK Metcalf is banged up. Like there's a lot of questionable tags right now for serious players on Seattle. Um, so this line scares me, dude. Why is it only seven? If the like I know it was at six and a half mm-hmm. and it got bumped up to seven because 90% of the public is on San Francisco. But this again should move up to eight and a half, nine. Make me make it hard for me to take San Francisco. Seven is not hard. Like Dallas minus 12 is hard to take. I agree with that. Like Detroit minus seven and a half, hard to take. Like it, it, I have to really think about it. San Francisco minus seven. I can close my eyes and take that all day, which effectively really, really scares me. So I'm going to yes. take San Francisco. Historically, they play close games, but this historic, like this is not the franchise. Like they're on different trajectories. What do you think about this game? It's making me nervous because this, this was my first best bet of the day. I think it's still going to lock in as my first best bet of the day. Um, I did not know 90% of the public was on San Francisco, which makes me a little concerned. But I think it's just those injuries. Like, I don't think Geno Smith is going to play. And even if DK Metcalf and Kenneth Walker play without Geno Smith, you know, I'm not too sure about the this, this Seattle team. Um, you know, it's a division it, it, game. Greg, in the year where Geno Smith was back, you were the number one Geno Smith fan, like ready yeah. to dunk on everyone. He went 0-2 versus San Francisco through one touchdown. Yep. Two games. Yeah, he's I mean, not he, playing. He, he, he sucked. Yeah, and he's not playing tremendously well. But to your point, Drew Locke is a major step down in class. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying like last year he was playing really well. Yeah. Even in that season. He still didn't play well. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. can't beat San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like you said, San Francisco's healthy, short week. Uh, yeah, give me San Francisco, my first best bet of the day, minus seven on the road. I think that's part of it, too. Like, to your point, you're like Dallas, 12 points makes you think. Detroit, seven and a half makes you think a little bit. This is seven points on the road. Going to the 12th man, going to Seattle. like At night. At night. Like, that's that's something to think about a little bit. I don't think it's as 
easy as you make it sound. But the problem is, is that I think a lot of people think it's easy. That's why 90% of the public's on it. So it's starting to, it's, it's officially starting to make me nervous. Yeah, that's why it's scary. Yeah. It's scary because like, if it was, I'm telling you, this game, if it was nine, I'd feel more comfortable. I'd be like, yeah, this is how it should be. But maybe they're just kind of holding it to see what's going on with Gino. Like, Two days ago, Pete Carroll said they have no idea if he's going to play. And then yesterday, they said he's gonna, he expects to play. So I don't know if they're playing games. I don't know if he's really just not healthy. Like, I, I don't know the deal, but I'm not betting yeah, another, another guy who got Another guy who got Williams. hurt on uh, – Yeah, exactly. They're, they have they have so many stars. Uh, another guy that they got hurt on a hip drop tackle, Geno Smith. So they got to do something about this. Whether, you know, college, NFL, they have to figure something out with these tackles because – so many people are just getting landed on. So many people are just getting hurt for no reason. It's crazy. Yeah. I I, I don't see Gino beating San Francisco for his first ever time on Thanksgiving yeah. night. I just don't. Unhealthy. Just, I just I just can't see it. So call me whatever you want. Call me a Joe. Call me call me the duct tape shoe guy. Whatever you want to yeah. call me. I'm taking all three favorites on Thanksgiving. And we'll see how it goes. That's kind of how I'm rolling. I usually am a sucker, and I take the under in the first game, thinking like the teams aren't going to be ready. There's no way they're ever that ready to be, you know, playing this early. I'm not doing that this year. I'm just going to stay away from all that. I never, I'm never very good on the over unders. Just taking the favorites, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna chill. That, that's how my Thanksgiving day is gonna go. I, I, what is TCU at night? TCU Texas Tech? Nah, T, uh, no TCU Oklahoma is during the Oklahoma. day. Texas Texas Tech is at night. Oh yeah, Texas Tech. Yeah. So you know, nice little football all day. Oh. Tons of football. Oregon. You got Oregon, Oregon State at night, too. Oh, is that is that Thursday night? That's oh, I'm sorry, Friday night. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Friday. Now, now let's turn the page. No, Thursday's just the egg bowl. Thursday, sorry, Miss Mississippi State, Mississippi. Ole Miss. Okay. Mississippi State Ole Miss. So then That's we change to Friday. Yep. Change to Friday. It's Black Friday. Hopefully you slept and you're not waiting out. I know back in the day, Circuit City. Back at you know, you're not waiting out on Target. You're not waiting out oh. for that TV. You're not you're just chilling at home. Amazon paid $100 million so they can give you ads so that you could buy it from your television at home on your couch. It's Jet Life Stadium. It's the Stealth Black Jets. First, I'm really hoping the candy uniform Miami Dolphins. That's the only thing that's keep me going here. They have to wear the candy because it's going to be 27 degrees at kickoff. It's gonna be cool. Miami sucks in the winter, Greg. They suck in the winter. On the other hand... I mean, there's no denying it here. We have Jets in our backgrounds, but we got to keep it real here, dude. The Jets are reeling. We're talking about Seattle's injuries. We are on our third-string quarterback, who's really our third-slash-fourth-string, who's going to start now. We are on our left tackles walking around with limping in practice today. The game's in two days, so we don't have a left tackle. We have a left guard who has been pretty mediocre, but he's our only consistent spot. We have a rookie center who's learning. We have a right guard who... I mean, if I see Chris Glazer one more time, I have to turn off the television. I can't watch Chris Glazer. Uh, it looks like Xavier Newman might be healthy. It looks like Billy Turner might be healthy. All right, sounds good. That's going to be our right guard. And then at right time, we're going to have Max Mitchell. I mean, absolute depletion of the offensive line. And everyone says you win in the trenches. We have a quarterback who never threw in a professional game in his life. Like, he, he doesn't throw footballs in professional games. He did well in the preseason. The only thing we know is he knows the playbook. He studies really good, and he knows all the words and stuff. Great. It's going to bode well for maybe not coming out of the huddle with four seconds left in the in the play clock. Like That's going to make me feel good. I, yep. I really do think that. But other than that, I have no idea how this game is going to go. But the one thing I do know, Greg, is even last year, 
right? You, you can only look to the last time these two teams played. This Jets team, people want to say, is worse than last year. I disagree, but let's let's go with it. The Jets smacked Miami at home. I was there. Yes, Tua was out. And you want to say, yeah, we're playing their third-string quarterback? Guess what? It's because we injured Teddy Bridgewater on the first drive in the end zone on a safety. Clean play. I mean, that's the defense. That's what they do. That's the whole point. And they're motivated. They see that people are finally being held accountable for Zach Wilson being benched. They know their season's on the line. They know their whole family and the world is watching them. It's Black Friday. It's the only primetime game. There's some pride here. There's some pride for the New York Jets. And if I'm Miami Dolphins, I'm thinking, yo, we're about to go in and smack this team. Jalen Ramsey hasn't given up any passes. Most are to beast. They put up 10 touchdowns in one quarter this year versus Denver. Jets, on the other hand, have scored like seven touchdowns in the last 10 games. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what we're yeah. dealing with. So my question to you, Greg, is why is it only nine and a half? Why is it, why should why 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 I mean this is like my theme right now but why isn't the spread 14 and a half why isn't this the biggest spread of the day we have a third string quarterback no left tackle and a team that scores 10 touchdowns every every, every you know that we that can't get out of my head right the 70 points against Denver no why is it not the biggest spread why is Dallas a 12 and a half over Washington right where they have a real quarterback and then on the other hand we have the Jets at a nine and a half versus with with, with, with Tim Boyle Tim, Tim Kevin Boyle and Makai Beckton with, with with half an ankle. Like, what do we do? Like, I, that's what I don't get. That's because why I, have to I can tell you why. I, I can tell you why. Tell me. It's because Miami's on the road. Nine and a half points. Ten points on the road is insane. It's a lot of points. It might be the biggest road favorite of the season. I doubt. That. I'll look that up while you talk. But continue. Yeah, dude. I mean, dude, just I, I agree with everything you're saying in my heart. But my head is telling me just like uh, 10 points on the road means that, that they're going to win this game. The question is if they're going to win by two touchdowns or not. That's what Vegas is trying to figure out. They're not they're not concerned about the Jets winning the game. They're just trying to figure out if it's going to be two touchdowns or a touchdown and a field goal. Um, I think Miami wins this game easy. I think the Jets season is over. I think when you're on your 16th offensive lineman, with your eighth different combination, your third left tackle, your fourth right tackle, your fifth right guard, your second center, your third center, I guess, because even Tippmann missed some time and came back. You just can't win. It doesn't matter who's quarterback. And we talked about it on the Jets episode. Go check it out on the Jets playlist. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers, if he was healthy and playing well, if he would be able to be playing well behind this offensive line. This is the worst offensive line in football. Not for any of their fault, just through through injury. We've talked about it year in and year out. In order to make a playoff push in the NFL, in order to make a deep playoff run, but even just a playoff push to make the playoffs for the Jets, something we haven't been, been able to do in 14 years, you have to avoid a lot of injuries at a single position. And we have not been able to avoid that now for two years in a row in this offensive line. It needs to be addressed. It needs to be fixed. We cannot be in week 10 of next season talking about how we have tons of injuries to the offensive line. I get that injuries are a freak thing. I get that they happen, but year in and year out, this offensive line is 10 to 15 people deep and that can't happen. That's not a normal thing in the NFL. So I'm in Miami all the way here. 
Uh, I was right. thinking about making it a best bet. I'm not making it a best bet because I can't do it against the Jets. But fair. I, I think don't Miami hate absolutely kills them. I don't hate it. I just I'm not I'm not gonna believe that. And just a quick note, we've been informed. It is actually week twelve of the NFL season. We've been saying week eleven here. That's my fault. It is Wednesday pretty early on the West Coast here. I apologize. Weird week. week. 12, and last week, Dallas was 10-point favorites on the road, so that was the biggest road spread. Yeah, but also San Francisco, 12-and-a-half against the Bucks on the road, too. So there's there, there's some big road spreads. Yeah. But honestly, the, the big spread, the double-digit spreads have been covering this year, so that that, that goes against my argument, but I, I can't I cannot take 9-and-a-half when I have some weird place in my brain that I think the Jets could win this game, so. I'm just, yeah. uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sticking with the Jets nine and a half. I wouldn't go with me, but it's just is what it is. One o'clock, New England, Giants, three and a half. The rematch that we've all been waiting for, even though these teams absolutely suck. What's your take here? Do you think Bill Belichick is leaving? You think he no. has any chance to go towards the Giants? Nope. All right. So I, don't do think, think I don't think game, Bill Belichick, I, I don't think Bill Belichick's leaving. Uh, I just don't I don't get it. I don't understand what we're talking about here. He's the best coach of all time. One of, one of the best coaches of all time. I don't think he's going to leave and just go to another organization. I think that's an absolute What? Absolutely start over. Yeah, it's just it's it's like I don't know is is Bill Gates just gonna give away all his money and go live in a two bedroom apartment with fifteen hundred dollar a month rent and start no, fresh? Different. I'll give you a different no. example. It's like Bill Gates, like yo, yo, should I just go run Tesla? Should I just go run Apple? <laughs> He's like, no, dude, you're fine here. Like, you yeah, like yeah, like what are we talking about? Like no, if Bill Gates want or uh, Bill Gates. Bill Belichick wants a challenge. Like, no, he's he's challenged. He's got enough of a challenge for him right now with Mac Jones at quarterback. Like, the dude's got plenty on his plate, my guys. Like, don't worry about it. He's not going to Cleveland. He's not going to the Giants. He's not going to Washington. He's staying in New England until he retires. He's going to retire there and do what he wants to do. And speaking of doing what he wants to do, he is going to beat a rookie quarterback on the road in New York. Three and a half points. They're trying to get you, I think, again. To take the cheese and take the Giants. Oh, home team getting points. Tommy DeVito looks so good. Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback. Year in and year out. It doesn't matter what his team's doing. It doesn't matter how bad they're playing. I still believe in it. I don't know if it's because he's the boogeyman to me or whatnot. But I believe in New England against a, a young quarterback. 80% of the money is on the Giants. 80% of the money should never be on Tommy DeVito. I like Tommy DeVito. Fellow, fellow Italiano going out there doing his thing. I love it. But rookie quarterback against Bill Belichick. I'm not, I'm not uh I'm not biting that cheese. I'm not going for that trap. Give me New England here, minus three three and a half on the road. It's weird that uh it's another home game in MetLife the same weekend. I'm yeah. wondering how the turf is gonna last. <sighs> Honestly. So I is everyone I'm... else. So is the, so are all the players that have to play on this field that everyone hates. Greg, I'm gonna say something here. I don't I don't like that I'm even saying out loud. I, I think injuries are coming this weekend. Yeah. From that from this game. I th- I like the under in this game. I think it's gonna be sloppy. I think the turf is gonna suck. I think both these teams deep down inside actually want to lose. Yeah. Right? I, I mean this is probably the worst game on the slate. A game that I really hope does not touch red zone unless C 
Stevenson is scoring because he's on my fantasy team. That nobody can see. Honestly, that's the only time I ever want to see this on the screen. Yeah. Other than that, I'm going to take New England just based on my heart because, one, Bill Belichick gets up against the Giants. He hates the yeah. Giants. Like, he, ha- I think he hates the Giants more than the Jets. Like he literally, like he can't stand the Giants. I know he has the rings from them, but he, the the fact that he did that they took away those two Super Bowls. I mean, as Tom Brady, like he still can't sleep because of those. He says, "I think mm-hmm. Belichick's the same way. He, they would have the best season of all time, of all time, sure. if it wasn't for them." And then they tried to rematch them, and they still lost. I mean, <laughs> they, he, he hates the Giants. Like I'm, I, I, I really do think that. So I'm gonna take Bill Belichick here, minus three and a half. I also want him to win because. I don't want them to get a good draft pick, Greg. Yeah. I, I need them to get three wins. Three wins sounds two wins is tough. Give me that third win. And I, you don't think there's any truth to Bill Belichick playing for his like season next year? I do think that Robert Kraft is sick of him. I do think that like there is a certain point where you do want to start over. If I mean, Robert Kraft is sick of him, Robert Kraft is the dumbest person walking the face of the earth, which is possible. Because I hate New England, I'm not putting that past I mean, anyone. He gets he, he he gets weird massages in Tampa Bay. So he's, he's a weird not guy. World. He's a dumb guy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure if he's the dumbest guy. But if he gets rid of Bill Belichick, he will officially be number one on my list of dumbest people <laughs> on earth. Because dude, like, what are you doing? Like, well, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the message gets stale, man. Sometimes the message gets stale. And honestly, Bill Belichick can't draft. And he's the GM and the head coach, or whatever he says goes. And he hasn't had a good draft pick in like ten years, so it's. T- I mean, I I could see why it's tough to deal with that. Like you can't say anything to him because he wins games. He's a great coach. He's the worst GM, but he has to do both. But you can't really separate that. I could see why Kraft could be frustrated. I mean, think about the money he's dishing every year. We're so upset because we dish money to Dalvin Cook, the Jets fans, and he has one bad year. Imagine paying like Jonu Smith. And Hunter Henry, like, you know, that crazy deal. Imagine yeah. paying Nelson Aguilar, like, just these random, awful players, just millions of dollars using all your cap and using all your checks. Like, that's tough. Every draft pick sucks. It's That's a tough place to be, you know what I mean, it's, when you're a crap. It is tough, but good luck getting another – good luck getting free agents. Good luck getting another coach to come play. I come and I play for – I coach your team for 20 years and win six Super Bowls. And you're gonna fire me after three bad seasons, five bad seasons, whatever it is. What coach would want to like? You have no loyalty to anyone or anything. Like, what are you talking about? Like, he wants. It's not gonna be fired. It's not gonna be fired. It's gonna be mutual. Well, yeah. If if Bill Belichick wants to retire, then Bill Belichick wants to retire. What's gonna be? It's gonna be Bill Belichick decides, or they mutually decide to shake hands, and the contract's over, and they're just not gonna renew it. It's not gonna be Robert Kraft cans Bill Belichick on Black Monday. That's just not what it's going to be. The only way Bill Belichick is not coaching in New England is if Bill Belichick decides he's done coaching. Not He wants to go coach another team, not anything. It's all in Bill Belichick's driver's seat. Anyone saying anything else is just silly. Downright silly. Somewhere in deep in my brain, Greg, somewhere deep in my brain, I see Bill Belichick going to the Giants and just absolutely – 
wrecking. Like just like they fired Dayball after the, the the one year. Forget the Madden curse, the Coach of the Year curse. You get Coach of the Year, you get fired the year after. It happens. It happens with every team in every sport. It feels like I feel yeah. like Dayball's next, and if Belichick's like I'm coming to the New York Giants just to ruin everything, just to win, like just to win in the NFC. The NFC stinks. You have a good draft pick with a quarterback. I could just see it happening, man. It's scary. Yeah, you're, you're you're writing fan fiction. You're just making. You're just fan ficking it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's my fears. I, I have fears. Listen, <laughs> I have fears of Bill Belichick. Man, he, he what could have brought yeah. Jones last year? If it wasn't for Bill Belichick, those pesky Patriots. Like every year, they come back, and I feel like they're just gonna come back to New York, share the stadium, and put cameras in our locker room or something. That's where my head is at with Billy, with Billy B. Yeah, but I'm still taking the minus three and a half. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Sneaky best game of the one o'clocks. Oh, Jacksonville 73 at the Houston Texans six and four. Basically a pick them. One and a half here. Two is a pick game. What do you got, man? I'm looking at what I got. Ooh, give me Jacksonville. Ninety three percent of the money on Houston. No, thank you. Oh, um, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, 93% of the money on Houston to me doesn't really make any sense. I get that, you know, again, I get that it's Houston getting home. This is like a weird spread, too. Like, Houston's look really good. Jacksonville's look pretty good last few weeks, too. They're kind of being slept on a little bit, but absolute thumping last week of whoever they played. I'm blanking on who they played, but Jacksonville, division game. There again, I mean, both these teams competing for the division, right? This is, this is what it's going to come down to. These two teams, I think Houston's one or two games back. Um, so if they win this game, I think they move within one game of Jacksonville for the division. Yeah, it's a big game um, Yeah, but just, dude, CJ Shroud looked a little mortal last week. I think two points at home is, again, trying to make you, oh, Houston, easy layup. I had Houston on my street. I just changed it before we started talking about it because – 93% of the money just makes no sense to me. Give me Jacksonville on the road, minus two. It's an ugly pick. It's a disgusting pick, but it's the right pick. Unfortunately, I agree with everything you say, which is really bothering me. Yeah. I agree with everything you said. I want Houston. I like Houston. I've always liked Houston. But this the public being all over them scares me. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense why. Like They should be tied. In the division, there's no reason that Jacksonville should be seven and three. Like they had their first big game out of Calvin Ridley. Etienne came back to earth a little bit. Trevor Lawrence also came back down to earth a little bit. Their defense came back to earth, and they still only have three losses. And yeah. it's, it's mind boggling when I look at their record, if I'm being honest. And that's why I still want to take Houston. But you're right, dude. You're right. This feels like Jacksonville all the way. It just feels like Jacksonville. There's no reason for them to be favored in Houston in this game. There's just no reason for it. Makes no sense. Yeah, I'm taking Jacksonville. This it is, makes I'm no sense. Work, Greg. This is my hold your nose pick of the week. Oh. This is my hold your nose pick of the week. Because Jacksonville makes no – I got – why would you want Jacksonville here? Like, what about them know. makes you happy? When you have when you have the rookie, rookie MVP, obviously, but maybe the MVP MVP of the whole league in C.J. Stroud. Yeah, this line just makes no sense. In our life, we'll co- coach of the year on the on the on the team. Like I, I don't know. I, I like Jacksonville here. I agree with you. Yep. All right. Moving on. Give me another one o'clock game here that is interesting for you. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. 
Pittsburgh minus two, we'll say. It looks like you can get it at minus one in some spots. You can get Cincinnati at plus two and a half in some sports books. But Pittsburgh on the road, again, another road favorite. That's that's what's kind of intriguing to me. I feel like there's a lot of road favorites this week. Um, minus one, minus two. Matt Canada fired. How is Pittsburgh offense going to look now? Cincinnati, no Joe Burrow for the rest of the year. Backup QB here. I just I don't know what I'm getting really from either team. I think that's what makes it so interesting to me. Um, I like Pittsburgh here. I like Pittsburgh on the road just because I think I have a little bit more confidence in Kenny Pickett and the new look offense with, I'm not sure who the, who the OC is right now for Pittsburgh. Now that Matt Canada has gone, I don't know who they promoted, but I don't know what I'm getting from Jake Browning here in the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, couple injuries here that they're looking at, you know, T Higgins, Still banged up. Not sure if he's going to be a go for Sunday. So, yeah, give me a Pittsburgh here on the road, a divisional game, a tough game. Game I'm not too sure about. What do you think about for this one? Yeah, I expected the public to be more like the Jacksonville game here all over Pittsburgh because of the backup quarterback for Cincinnati and the new coordinator bump from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I have no reason to, to like Cincinnati here. I, 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 Pat Fryermouth coming back too for Pittsburgh. There's nothing here that I like about Cincinnati, which is why I'm just going to take Cincinnati. Smart. Like, this is That's the one thing gamble. I'm going to do. I'm just going to, I have, there's, I actually hate, I hate Cincinnati. I don't think they have <laughs> any business winning this game. I don't mm-hmm. think they will win this game. Yep. But everybody should think that. Why does anyone have confidence in Jake Browning versus a good defense versus a top coach versus a desperate Pittsburgh Steelers team where they're fighting for a wild card because the Ravens are running away with the division? Like, this is a huge game for Pittsburgh. They need this game, which is why Cincinnati is going to win. I'm taking Cincy. Yeah, makes, I, it's be really, I love the logic that you just did. And it's, it's when the weeks that I've done well, it's with that logic. But I haven't done that in a while. So maybe this is stupid or not. But Pittsburgh, my second best bet. I just don't know how this Pittsburgh team. I don't know how Mike Tomlin loses to a Jake Browning in his first start here in a game that he has to win. But the spread is only two points. Yeah, I agree. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. But yeah, Pittsburgh, my second best bet of the day. I just, I, just, I can't see it happening. I agree with everything you're saying. I think what you're doing is smart. I think what I'm doing is dumb. I also but... can't see it happening. But being, I also cannot see it happen. I cannot see a final score where Cincinnati's winning. But it's going to be like 13-10 or something like that. Cincinnati. I could, like, that's how it's going to be. And these teams play each other every year. It's kind of like, again, like. Craig, am I insane? Why is Pittsburgh minus one versus Cincinnati? And then the, the Dolphins are nine and a half versus the Jets. Like, oh, it's driving me nuts. Anyway. Yeah. Like, uh, Tim Boyle and Browning, I think I'll take Tim Boyle. I'm not even joking. Yeah, like you, again, you keep forgetting that Tim Boyle is a third-string quarterback. Like, Browning's a second-string quarterback. Yeah, but a second-string quarterback behind the star. Like, Tim Boyle was a second-string quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers for his whole life. Like, it doesn't count. Like you're, yeah. you might as well be the ninth string. It doesn't matter. Like we, you're, okay. we're not expected to play. Like if you play, it's a disaster and it's over. Like that's that's what that's what's going on. You know what I mean? It's well, Tim like he, uh, Tim Boyle, uh, yeah. I mean they had Jordan he's, he's Love a disaster. There. The fact that he's starting is a disaster. It, yeah. There's no point where he's like, yeah, he should play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's no point of Browning where it's like he should play. It's they're in the same boat. Like yeah. no 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 offensive coordinator is like, yeah, I'm hyped right now at this quarterback. No way. No, of course not. Yeah. So it's just I don't know I, I it just makes they're both division teams both yeah. teams are good 
I'm taking Cincy. It makes no sense. I'm taking Cincy. I'm just taking these weird teams this week. See what happens. I couldn't even get the week right. I thought it was week 11. It's week 12. I'm all discombobulated. Let's go with Cincy. Another 1 o'clock game. Carolina. My plus 3.5 at Tennessee. Oh, my goodness. The Tennessee Titans are giving up 3.5 points. Yeah. The Tennessee Titans are favored. Bro. I, I can't put Carolina as the best bet, but... I need to hear what you think because I am taking Carolina and I'm not even thinking twice. The Tennessee Titans suck. Like I can't watch them. Like everyone's Greg. Remember when remember when remember when Will Levis was the best thing to happen to the world? Sure. What happened? What happened? He started people caught on. People caught on that all you could do is throw the deep ball. Dude, I, I absolutely love Carolina here. What was it four? Oh my, I can get it at four points, bro. I love Carolina. What do you got? I like Tennessee. All right. It's, it's the same thing. We were just talking about Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. It makes absolutely no sense. Tennessee should not be favored against anyone. I don't know why I'm picking and choosing this logic with these teams. I don't I don't know why I just don't stick to something. But Tennessee's one of those teams, and I keep saying it, and I keep losing. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Tennessee's thing is broken. Maybe King Henry's no longer king. I do think it's Tractor Cito season, though. I think there's a chance we, we get some, you know, King Henry I going. Love that. I love when that more ten- than anything. When, as a, Tennessee, as a... when you think Tennessee's going to lose, Tennessee wins. So True. That's true. Is it, though? Because I've said the last two weeks, and they've lost both weeks. So I don't I'm know. I'm saying it anymore. is true in general. Mike Vrabel yeah. is true. But yeah. So, yeah. Give me Tennessee. This, they are supposed to win this game. Carolina sucks. Yeah. They are supposed to win. Right. That's why, I'm, that's why they're not. Dude, they're not going to win this game. They suck. Yeah, I, I, I think Carolina's going to win this game. Like, Carolina's yeah. been decently good. We just look at Carolina. I think we'll, we'll, there was, like, one game that was prime time that they played really bad on. What was yeah. that? Like, three weeks ago? Yeah. I think we can't get that out of our head. Like, oh, it was a, it was a, it was a Thursday? It was against or, the Bears? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was just bad. And everyone can't get that out of their head where it feels like Bryce Young couldn't throw. Yeah, week 10. Yeah, Chicago. That's still in everybody's head, man. Yeah. Carolina's good. Carolina's really good. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, they have one win. I don't know if they're really. No, I'm good. saying they're like they're. Yeah, honestly though, do you think they're the worst team in the league? Yes. Oh, okay, I do, I actually don't. Like, I think Tampa's worse. No. I think Tennessee might be worse. No. I think the Jets could be worse. It's possible. Like no. I, I, I it, it, like all these things are in my head pretty possible. So, but I mean the the Tampa Bay the Tampa Bay Giants. has way better players. Tennessee has way better players. The Jets Giants. have way better players. Giants have a way better defense than Carolina. All right. And they have Saquon. And they what? They have Saquon Barkley, the Giants. Oh. All right. Where, I mean, you're, talking with... about, you're, talking, you're talking Carolina. You're talking about Adam Thielen is like their star player. Like, he's been good. He's been great in fantasy. Shout out to me for taking him in the 12th round. But he stinks. Whoa. No, there will be no Adam feeling trash talk on on this show in my presence. Moving on, moving on to my boy Adam feeling, who I don't have to hate him anymore. I got that I got that Vikings Jets loss out of my mouth, so uh, <laughs> I'm allowed to like him now. All right, just mentioned this team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, plus two and a half. They're four and six at the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts just threw Darius Shaq Leonard out in the trash without telling him after giving him a massive extension. I mean, was there was that? one point, Greg, where if Shaq Leonard wasn't playing, 
I bet against the Colts and I win. If Shaq Leonard is in, I bet the Colts and they win. I mean, that was consistent for like a solid year, like a straight year. And now look where we are. I mean, unbelievable. I don't think he's going to get picked off waivers because of the contract situation. But I'm actually scared about where he lands. Like, I'm, I hope he doesn't land in like Miami or something like that or yeah. Buffalo where they need a linebacker. I'm nervous about that kind of stuff. What do you think in this game? I like Indy. I think Indy's defense has come alive the last few weeks. It scares me taking a team off a bye because some teams just come out so flat after a bye. 68% of the money right now is on Indy. That makes me a little bit nervous, but I just haven't seen too much of Tampa Bay. I mean, their offense, I think, is okay. Their defense is pretty good, but I just think that Indy is better. Like, I think Gardner mentioned this offense with Jonathan Taylor being healthy now and Zach Moss playing well pretty much all season. I think they have more weapons. I think they have more firepower. And this Pittman, Indy defense. Pittman's been under the radar. Who? Pittman. Pittman, under the yeah. Radar. Pittman's been good. And uh, was it Downs? The other wide receiver yeah, there has been Dr. good. Downs. Yeah, like like they, they've been good all season. It's just they're missing really a tight end, and uh, you know, and they're all set. So, um, I I like the Indy offense, and like I said, the defense has come alive. That one guy got another pick six two weeks ago. I think it's his fourth on the year, or something like that. Um, which is crazy. But they, they, I have them in a couple fantasy leagues, and they've been putting up 20-something points. Like Their defense is playing well. They're scoring points. They're getting turnovers. They're holding teams you know, to low-scoring games. Like They're doing it all. So, yeah, I like Indy a lot here, minus two and a half. I was thinking about making it a best bet, but I got one I like better. Yeah, so I, I got you here. They're, I'll take, they're one of my best bets here. Okay. I've been watching the Colts. I'm, I'm in Shumania. I think they're going to be motivated with Shaq Leonard getting cut. Like something weird is going on here. They're going to kind of rally around that to win. And everything, like, I don't want to repeat everything you said. You're totally right. Jonathan Taylor, the offense has been good. The defense has been good. And Tampa sucks. Like, I I think Carolina could be better than Tampa Bay. Honest to God, I really do think that. Without Vita Bay and Mike Evans and Kate Otten, Tampa sucks. I mean, and Shaq Barrett. Tampa sucks. So. I don't know. I, I watching in the off season when they came to do the the Jets practice. I thought Tampa was going to be the worst team in the league. I I, I took a I took a bet on that. So yeah. I I mean, I just really don't De- trust Tampa. Devin like White's Andy. pretty good. Winfield Junior's pretty good. Chris yeah, Godwin's take, pretty good. Rashad White's having a good season. They got some players. Colts best bet. Love it. Last 1 o'clock game. Again, a great slate for 1 o'clock, even with the Thanksgiving and the Black Friday. I mean, shout out to the NFL for this one. Yeah. New Orleans, Atlanta, pick them game. Huge game for their division. Looks like Desmond Ritter is back. I'm not sure who's starting at quarterback for New Orleans. Saints. There's, yeah. They're pretending it's going to be Derek Carr. I don't really know. I think Taysom Hill's going to get a bunch of snaps. I love New Orleans here. I'm about to take New Orleans as my best bet. I can't believe the public is on Atlanta. I hate Desmond Ritter. Like the Arthur Smith coming out, who might get fired, coming out this week and saying, oh, maybe he is going to play more B. John Robinson. Like, bro, what are we doing? Like, it's week 12. You still don't know who to give the rock to? <laughs> like, I, I, there's, there's too much side things going on. They don't know who to start at quarterback. They don't know who to start at tight end. They don't know who to start at running back. The Falcons have been so weird. And New Orleans, I feel like, is starting to get back on track. Your boy, Michael Thomas, on IR. Who would have thought? Chris Olave, <laughs> back. I, I 
I I don't think the Saints is my best bet, man. I this is a this is a fade Desmond Ritter, and this is a I think New Orleans is going to be back, but I am scared about Derek Carr. So if you're listening now and you're like, oh, Saints are going to be good, and you agree with me, if Derek Carr is out, like wait for the points to move a little bit and then still take the Saints. That's my opinion there. So I think yeah. Taysom Hill is pretty good, but I think Derek Carr will play. I think Taysom Hill will play. I think Kamara will get his touchdowns. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a typical New Orleans game where they just kind of kill Atlanta. Yeah, I, I, Jameis Winston's the backup there, right? So I'm not too worried about the backup mm. quarterback situation. More more volatile for sure. But um, you could have told me one stat about this game, and I would have told you my bet. Just because I think both I have both these guys in the futures. I do have a little bit more money on New Orleans being better this season. They haven't been. It's driving me nuts. But I think both these teams are fairly even. Desmond Ritter coming back. Not sure who Derek Carr's playing, blah, blah, blah. 90% of the money's on Atlanta. That's insane. That's literally insane. On Desmond Ritter. Like, don't say Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, that's Atlanta. insane. 90% of the money's on Desmond Ritter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. It's, give like me living, it's like I live in a different world, Greg. It's like, <laughs> what? Do I, that's why I don't understand some things. Like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'll, I'll eat it and I'll learn. Yeah. But. 90% on Desmond Ritter. Like, what does everybody see that I don't? Like, just tell me. Tell me what you see that I don't so I can yeah. understand. Yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah, give me New Orleans here in this one. <laughs> All right. Yeah, best bet, dude. I don't know what the hell's going on. All right, <laughs> yeah. 4 o'clock. Cleveland at Denver. Sneaky good game. Wow, this is a really sneaky good game here. Minus 2.5 Denver at home. Denver been pretty decent on, on the scoreboard recently. Four in a row. And pretty but like if you're watching the games, you're like, dude, how is Denver in this game for most of it? <laughs> That's kind of they they remind me, Greg, of like last year's Vikings. I know right now, like the record doesn't show, but they're like getting in like right now, last three, yeah. four games. Like there's I don't know how they're hanging around, then they somehow sort of win. It's very yeah. weird. On the other hand, I don't care who knows this. I love the Cleveland Browns. Dude, their defense is unbelievable. They've been so good all year. I just really don't trust DTR. They signed Joe Flacco. If Joe Flacco plays in the game, cancel the whole season. Like, Greg, we were just talking about, like, uh, you know, we were watching that video, uh, someone making fun of the Jets organization for who, who, you know, who and they didn't pick up and why we didn't get Josh Jobs and all this nonsense. If the Jets got Joe Flacco back, I would never go back to Jet Life Stadium. Like, forget season two. I will never go back. If they get if they had Joe Flacco, until he's literally gone, like I, there's no way yeah. I would be able to handle that guy behind our offensive line. I can't wait. I can't wait for Joe Flacco to have one good quarter and one good be, nothing. And Jet, Jet and Jets fans be like, "Why didn't we sign this guy? Why didn't we get him?" <laughs> so I that the only part that makes me nervous is they're not really satisfied with their quarterback situation. That is yeah. the one thing that scares me. However, I just think they're gonna run all over Denver. I think the defense is going to stop Denver from doing anything. I think Russell Wilson is going to have a classic from the last year and a half Russell Wilson game. And I think Cleveland's going to roll. You can't stop this defense. Miles Garrett is going to annihilate them. I, I, I love Cleveland here, man. I'm, I want to make this my third and final best bet. Oh, I already have three bets. Oh, no. Yeah, my, I mean, this is my third and final best bet. Yeah, I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm doing it. Cleveland, I don't care that they're on the road. I don't care about the about the altitude. I like Cleveland here. They're gonna run all over Denver, man. I'm with you. I like Cleveland here as well. 
Um, 58% of the money right now in Cleveland. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's interesting Denver the last few weeks. Would, would you be surprised if I told you that Denver is a second place right now in the AFC West? No. Would you but, be surprised if I told you the Chargers are in last place in the AFC West? That's kind of crazy. Do you get the season? Yes. But based on the last five, six, seven weeks, no. Like, not at well, all. Like, and the five weeks ago was a terrible game. It's the last four weeks they've rattled off improbable wins, to your point. Low, low scoring, one score, weird games. So you're like, how are they hanging around? But four weeks ago, I mean, them and the, the Raiders were dead. And yeah. now all of a sudden they're, they're the ahead of the ahead of the Chargers. Broncos lost to the Jets. Remember that? Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, yeah. But to your point, I think Cleveland just. I think the defense is better. I think the offense is better. Give me Cleveland plus one and a half here on the road. All right. Two more. Oh, three more four o'clocks. Wow, we have two four o fives and two four twenty fives. Let's go. Beautiful slate. The the way they do it is incredible this week. They should do it more like this more often. And some teams are on buys. Like, it's not a full slate. It's crazy. Really? You're allowed to have a Thanksgiving buy? I thought so. Oh, no. Sorry. I was looking at Monday night. Never mind. No, yeah. No, there's no Thanksgiving buy. Yeah. But, you know, this is, Greg, this is this just comes to show you real quick. It's all about money. It's all about TV rights. Every TV person is happy. They have yeah. their games on Thanksgiving. They got their Friday game. They got the Monday game. They got the Sunday game. And now they get spread the ones and the fours all around for everyone. No one's upset. No one's upset this week. Every TV provider that paid the money for the rights is happy. That's what it's all about. 405, Arizona, pick them versus the Rams. What do you got? That's a good question, John. What do I have? I like Arizona. I think Kyler Murray's a spark that the Arizona needed. I think that the Rams have not been very good. Cooper Cup a little banged up here. I'm trying to pull up real quick what his status is. Heading into this week, and I, like I said, I think the, I think the they got a little spark here with the uh, with Kyler Murray coming back in the offense for the Los Angeles Rams. I just divisional game in Arizona. Mm. Kyrie Williams, though he might be coming back. He is coming back, so we'll see how he plays. I thought I thought Cooper Cup was banged up. Yeah, he is, but he's playing. He's fine. He's playing. Yeah, him and Stafford. Yeah. And Puka. Puka. Puka, like, dude, yeah, okay. And I'm seeing it. Like all these guys banged up. I just I just don't I just don't think they last the whole game. I think Arizona's been kind of good the last two weeks. And you know, I uh, the 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 Rams last week won because the Seattle field goal kicker missed his like first first kick in like 15 attempts. Like it was 15 for 15. They missed the game winner. So I like Arizona here at home and a pick them. All right. I'm going to go with the Rams here. Um, where's the public, Greg? It's split 51% on on Arizona, 49% I mean, on the Rams. It should be. It really yeah, should th- be. Here. This is normal. Not like this 90% on Atlanta thing. Yeah. Um, I like the Rams here. I At some point, Matt, Staff- Matt Stafford had – listen – I love Matt Stafford. He has so much pride, dude. The guy breaks his back. His wife has cancer. He does not care. He moves to cities. Like, he does not care, dude. The guy is such a baller. He has every right to just call the season quits. 
Just yeah. take it easy. You've been injured. The season's done. We talk about the coach wanting to leave. Like, let's just take the year off. Get healthy. No one's going to blame you and come back next year. You're in the Super Bowl for this team. Like, he can do no wrong. You know what I mean? And he's still coming out here, and he's still battling. I did not expect him to come back last week. Yeah. I did not expect Cooper Cup to come. Why is Cooper Cup trying so hard? Like, it makes no sense to me. You know what I mean? It really doesn't. Yeah. I'm taking the Rams here, man. I'm, I think Arizona's going to kind of regress back to, oh, Kyler Murray sucks this week. Like, when you have Aaron Donald, it's just tough. It's just tough yeah. for somebody like sure. Kyler Murray to, to just, you know, ready to go. And talk about desperate teams. This team picked up Michael Carter. I mean, that's where they're at right now. Yeah. The it, only, this is what it is. The only thing I will say about Arizona is I think Kyler Murray's co- – the reason Kyler Murray's playing – and I think he's playing pretty well, and he's he's running the ball. Like, he's putting his head down. Like, he's coming off an ACL injury as a franchise, a quote-unquote franchise quarterback. I think he knows that if Arizona gets the first pick overall, he's out of a job. So yeah. he's, like, trying his hardest out here. He's wheeling and dealing. He's scooting around. He's diving for the pylon. He's diving for the first downs. Like, he's trying his best because he knows if these guys get a top top definitely one overall but even a top three pick there's a chance that they draft you know the next quarterback of the arizona cardinals and he's on the hot seat in a major way so but my question to you greg is why does he care he's already got paid why does he care i think i think with these guys too like money money becomes like yeah he got paid and uh, you know 250 million dollars a lot of money but also, too, there's like, yeah. And number one overall pick because we already got a ridiculous contract just to start oh, signing bonus and everything. Yeah, absolutely. 20 he's, something million. He's Sam Bradford us all over. We just don't know it yet. Yeah, I think I think it's more than money at this point for for uh for, for him. I think it's it's ego, it's pride, it's you know, it, plays he, video games, it's, he doesn't read, it's all that stuff. Yeah, all the people have been talking about him and stuff like that. I think he wants to go out here and show people why he's the first overall pick, why him and Cliff are supposed to be this amazing duo that soured, and he wants to show people it's not him that's their problem. It's Cliff. Yeah. Who was a quarterback so. for the Jets. I mean, if you're a quarterback for the Jets and you're from USC, like, you should just know. That's a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> you <should> know. <laughs> like, it's, it's bad news bears. All right. Yep. Starting into some really, I mean, best game of the week. It's a chance. Philadelphia Eagles minus three and a half at home against the Buffalo Bills. Listen, I know the Bills looked amazing last week. Uh, they they played a perfect game against a team that hit rock bottom in the New York Jets. They, they 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 canceled the career in Zach Wilson like like WWE style or like yeah. you know you, you beat him and you have to you have to retire. They did that to Zach Wilson. They made us fumble on our opening kickoff. They made our coach tackle our quarterback. They made our quarterback uh, get nervous trip at, over at, himself. Trip over himself. Like they, they did everything. They they absolutely annihilated us. I'm with you. And got so got into a fight in the tunnel afterwards. Embarrassing us, embarrassing yep. our D lineman who Michael Clemens who get it together, bro. Every game, something else. Every yeah. game. Could I just have one game where like I'm talking about you because you did a positive play? Whatever, different story, different day. Check out the Jets episodes. <laughs> Buffalo is about to run into a, a mean machine, right? Isn't that the from longest yard? The mean yeah. machine. Yo, that's the Philadelphia Eagles, bro. 
they are on a mission, dude. I think actually, Greg, I think it's time for me to take the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I think, I think, I think, I think it's officially time. Now you're gonna take it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take it right now. What's what? What what are the odds? You want to check that out for me? Is it good or bad? I got I got my futures in long ago. I because at this point, Greg, I don't see how Philadelphia loses the Super Bowl. Who in the NFC is gonna take them down besides San Francisco? If that's the NFC championship, to me, nobody. And on the AFC, who's gonna take down Philly? Nobody. So, in my opinion. It, Plus four fifty. Oh, wow. I went down a lot, huh? But what were they to start? Probably, probably still pretty high. I mean, Philly plus was never four fifty. Plus four fifty Chiefs. Plus four eighty San Fran. I can look and see what I have here on my on my account. My big bet right now is is I have a parlay with the uh, Alabama and the Eagles. Ooh, both to win. Nice. Yep. I like that. I like that. that. Dude, I, I, I love Philly, man. I think Philly's going to absolutely annihilate the Buffalo Bills. They don't know what's coming. They're a sound team. They don't make mistakes. They control the they control the line of scrimmage. They're going to run all over you. They're going to find your weak points. Uh, Philadelphia's going to kill Buffalo Bills. And I cannot believe that the public is all over Buffalo. I cannot believe it. Greg, I have to go. I, I, this is the best bet. I don't care that we only do three. This is the best bet. This is a best bet of mine. Minus three. Philadelphia Eagles at home. This is this is gonna be this is gonna be double digits. I might take this nine and a half alternate spread. I think they're gonna kill Buffalo. Buffalo sucks just because they smacked the Jets. That's why we're all excited. Like literally going into last week, we we're talking about how Buffalo's done. They smacked the Jets, and now all of a sudden they're gonna they're they're, they're gonna beat the Eagles or plus three is all the public's all over it. I don't buy it. Give me Philly. Love it. Uh, Philly best bet. Don't care how many best bets I have this week. This is it. This is a, I have to take a best bet. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm with you in this, and it really comes down to, again, 85% of the money's on Buffalo. I think that's insane. Buffalo played good against a bad Jets team last week. Other than that, they've been pretty bad all season, especially the last six or seven weeks, and now going into this Philadelphia team. Philadelphia's in the middle of a gauntlet. Philadelphia's schedule has been tough the last few weeks and will continue to be tough over the next few weeks. So I think they will trip up here at some point. That's why I was a little bit alluding to, like, now you're going to take it. Like, I think they have a tough couple games here. They won against the Cowboys. They won against the Chiefs. Now they still have the Bills, the the 49ers, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks coming up. I think they might lose a game or two in that stretch where you might get some better odds here for Philadelphia in the future, especially if they lose to San Francisco. Um. I'm not sure if they're at San Francisco, if they're home against San Francisco. They are home against San Francisco. So, you know, if you think they're going to rattle off the wins, maybe it's a time to bet now and then wait for San Francisco to lose. And then bet uh, San Francisco. Can I say something weird? Yeah. Whoever loses that game is going to win the NFC Championship in the rematch. Whoever loses. Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking at you. I actually have NS. I have I have the Eagles to win the NFC, not Super Bowl, and I have that at plus four hundred and plus four twenty. So, okay, so it's not Super, that not that off. Yeah, yeah Super Bowl odds. Game. Were, yeah, Super Bowl odds were probably like six or seven hundred. Okay, that time. so I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about that. Yeah, they were never like plus twelve hundred or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like yeah. they were always in that I think seven hundred to eight hundred range, especially because they haven't lost. So. You know, um, I think it's gonna. I think Philadelphia. I think this is my first. Again, this is like right off the top of my head. This is. I didn't plan this. I think Philly's gonna go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I really do. They're yeah. they're impressive. And yeah, they're impressive. Jalen, Jalen, Hurts having, 
you know, I, this is like the most underrated story of the whole year. Him having his fo- his cell phone picture, him walking away from the confetti in Kansas City is diabolical. That is diabolical, bro. That is a different. That's a different human. He's angry every time he opens his phone. I yeah. mean. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing that's going to stop the Philadelphia Eagles this season, obviously, you know, a super team could come out of nowhere, but is Jalen Hurts' knee. Like, it's just going to come down to him staying healthy. Like, his or, knee's or, up. Or Lane Johnson or Jason Kelsey going down. Yeah, but even then, I feel like they might be able to figure something out. But, yeah, I feel like it's injuries that's going to definitely slow this team yeah. down. I don't see another three. team. Like, they can they can do without A.J. Brown maybe at 100%. Like, they can do without Devontae at 100%. Like, you know, they can do like Goddard's been hurt. Like they can deal with that stuff. But Jason yeah. Kelsey's big, Lane Johnson's big, and Jalen Hurts. I agree with those yep. three. DeAndre Swift's also sneaky big, but yeah, he's been playing well. Yeah. All right. Uh, Greg, uh, another off the top of my head here. <laughs> I, another Super Bowl team in this Sunday night matchup. I think it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Baltimore Ravens in the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, wait, you skipped one. Oh, I skipped one. I skipped one. Kansas City, Las Vegas. Ooh, I forgot KC. All right. Divisional Last 425 game. game, division game. We got Kansas City versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, division game always is weird. The Chiefs scare me after a loss. Nine and a half. What do you think, man? Kansas City. All day. Las since Vegas. When, since when Las- do you take Kansas City minus all these points on the road? Since when? Since 85% of the money is on Las Vegas. Wow. I don't know if I'm just I'm just maybe I'm reading into the public the public betting a little too much on a you know Tuesday, Wednesday before a Sunday game. But I just feel like with Thanksgiving this week, I feel like some money's coming in early. 85% of the money on Las Vegas is just absolutely insane. Uh, Kansas City, I just don't think loses back to back weeks, especially on the road in Las Vegas. Like, I just think that Kansas City is going to bring their A game. I think their defense is going to shut down Las Vegas. I don't know if it's going to be high scoring, but I think the, the, the stats are out there. The graphics are out there. People are talking about Kansas City not scoring the second half. I think oh. Andy Reid in this offense gets it fixed. And I think they, they light it up this week to remind everyone, hey, this offense can still put up 30, 40 points a game. Don't get it twisted. Kansas City in a route. Does it bother you that ADV starts screaming at Mahomes in the middle of the game last week to stop? A little bit. All right. Not nothing too scary. Okay. No. You worried about the Chiefs leading the league in drops even more than the New York Jets? And we've seen the New York, we've seen every New York Jets drop. Can you yeah. believe that Kansas City has more? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy to see that. And yeah, I mean, that's all concerning stuff, but I I just think that I think Kansas City just doesn't lose two weeks in a row. I don't know how it gets done. I don't know if it's Pacheco runs for 180 yards and three touchdowns. Like, uh, you know, someone's got to catch the ball eventually here. You know, I don't know what's going on in Kansas City, but they'll 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 write the ship. They'll figure it out. I think it starts this week. Divisional matchup to Las Vegas, I think, just hasn't been very good against Kansas City. They had that weird thing when Gruden was a coach where they won in Kansas City for the first time forever, and they drove the buses around the stadium. I think still that drives Kansas City a little crazy. The fact that I'm remembering that didn't happen to me. I don't care about either of these teams, but it was so Kansas insulting. Kansas City doesn't forget. Yeah. Burrowhead? They don't Burrow, forget. Yeah, like, like Kansas City's got some got some ops out there, as the kids say, and I think and they're going to travel. one of them. 
They're going to travel to Vegas. Yeah. It's going to be red. Absolutely. Do you see the documentary yet? What documentary? Uh, with the with the wolf guy that steals whatever his name is. The chief. Oh no, Chief Saholic. No, I haven't Chief seen that yet. Oh, it's on ESPN Plus. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Okay. So I did mess up a little bit, but I I, I think Kansas City is going to be in the AFC Championship somehow, yeah. some way, even though they stink because they have a really good defense and Mahomes in the playoffs is tough. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to play the Baltimore Ravens Sunday Night Football. Baltimore. At the L.A. Chargers, Greg, I have some news for you. Oh, breaking? Breaking news. Me and my brother and my dad is going to be at this game. Sunday Night Football. Wow. SoFi Stadium. We got all the boys. Never been to a football game altogether. Uh, my dad really wants to see SoFi Stadium. I don't okay. know who did the marketing for SoFi Stadium, but everybody I talked to, their dad is really excited about SoFi Stadium. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what algorithm they hit. Everybody's dad really can't wait to see SoFi Stadium. Yeah. And my dad's one of them. And yep. he's excited and he he watched football. He's excited. It's a Ravens game. So I'll be at this game. I'm taking the over. It's 44 and a half last time I checked. I'm smashing the over. I just want points, 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 points. Sunday night football, LA. Somehow the roof is closed, even though it's 75 degrees. Who knows what's going on over here? Yep. But I love the Ravens, man. What do you got? Well, I'll start graphics here, but uh, I like Baltimore here. I, I like think Baltimore. Off the Action Network, honestly, with the public, I don't think I don't think that's on us. But from another website, it looks like fifty percent of the money split down the middle, and sixty-one percent of the bets are on uh the Clippers slash Chargers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I like Baltimore here, minus three and a half on the road. Um, this is my third. Are Jackson final. doing jumping jacks during uh during press conferences to show off his ankles? Okay. Yeah, this is my third and final best bet. I think the I think the Baltimore Ravens head and shoulders above the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, we just talked about it. the you know the the Chargers, despite whatever's been going on the last few weeks, getting some wins here, a close game against Green Bay. They're in fourth place in their division. Like they're close to you know their top ten pick territory. So, um, don't let the offense fool you. Quentin Johnson's out here dropping passes for touchdowns. I could have won you the game. Could have cashed my over. We haven't talked about it yet, John, but I'm still not over the over because it's the only thing that lost on my Hail Mary parlay last week. Oh, no. Yeah, we'll talk about it. It was 43 and a half. They landed at 43. Oh, so I could have any points for a plus 2,000 hit. Would have cashed. Would have paid for all my losses on the season, but couldn't get it done. Shout out Quentin Johnson. His mom can retire, doesn't have to work anymore, wherever he said on draft night. But I can't, I still have to go to work on Monday because <laughs> he can't cash out a parlay for me. Uh, Baltimore, on the other hand, though, minus three and a half on the road. I love them here. I think this is a great spot. AFC battle here. Um, don't know how I feel about the over under. You know, Sunday night part, Sunday night unders are hitting 10 1 in the last 11. But give me Baltimore here. I think they're just head and shoulders better team. To your point, probably going to be contending for the AFC Championship, which I don't hate. They can stay healthy. Three and a half, I think, is light work. My third and final best bet of the day. All right. I'm taking the over because that's a personal thing. When I go to a game that I don't have a a dog in the fight, I take the over. Points, points, points. That's how I roll. All right. Unfortunately, worst game of the week. Literally the worst game of the entire week is Monday Night Football. And it's the Chicago Bears at Minnesota Vikings. Your boy Josh Dobbs 
versus everybody's boy, Justin Fields. Every, yeah. Everybody tells him Justin Fields is the best player ever and the Jets are dumb and we ruined everything because we didn't get Justin Fields. Now we're talking Justin Fields probably doesn't deserve to be a quarterback and they're going to get rid of him when the Bears draft a new quarterback. On the other hand, Greg, we have Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is, is the second coming. The second coming this year. The Jets are dumb for not getting him, trading their, our remaining draft picks. We can only have one draft pick next year for Josh Dobbs. Um, so it, it always comes back to the Jets for being stupid and not making the right decision. What do you think about Josh Dobbs? What do you think about Justin Fields? What do you think about this game? What do you even have? Are you even going to watch it? Like, what's what's your deal here on Monday Night Football? Dude, uh, 85% of the public betting right now is on Chicago. I think before it went away, 95% of the money is on Chicago plus three and a half. I love the over in this game. We were just talking about prime times. I just, uh, for some reason, I'm really digging the over here. And I'm trying to see if I can pull up the all markets here. I just, I can't figure out what I'm missing here. No, it's not working. Um, With this team, with this Minnesota team. I mean, everyone is talking about how Josh Dobbs is incredible. He won a game, even though he didn't know the players. He didn't. He didn't win a game, even though he didn't know the plays. <laughs> He's so good. The Jets should have got him. If the Jets got him, we'd be in the playoffs right now. Oh, we'd be doing so good, dude. Like, what are we talking about? He hasn't been good. He's never been good. He's was bad on Arizona six weeks ago, but everyone forgets that. He's been on three teams in one season. Nobody wants him in their franchise. Nobody wants him on their team. But all of a sudden, he would have saved our season. It's just complete fabrication. It's fan fiction, as some people say. Chicago Bears plus three and a half. Absolutely love it. Divisional game. Like I said, I like the over 43. I think that the Chicago Bears offense is going to get it together. I think the defense has been a little bit better especially with Sweat being there, getting after the quarterback a little bit, pressing the quarterback a little bit. Don't know if Jefferson's playing or not, but even if he is, first game back from a hamstring can always be a little tricky. Mm -hmm. Give me Chicago on this one. I'm nervous that so many people are on it. I think so many people are on it because it's so easy. This whole Josh Dobbs thing is driving me absolutely insane. I know. I know. Makes no sense. I know. I'm I'm going to roll. Your public kind of swayed me here. I'm gonna roll with Minnesota. Yep, but I don't. You know, it's the worst game of this. It's the worst game of the week. Division game. Don't care about it really much. Uh, I'm just gonna ride with Minnesota here. Here we are. Let's jump to our hail mary parlays, Greg. Right, you just said you had a tough week last week. I feel you, dude. Uh, I'm. I'll, I'll just start off right now with my hail mary. It's the Cowboys winning. It's this 49ers winning. It's the Colts winning. Chiefs winning, Eagles, Ravens, Saints, dot, 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 Jets. That's a Hail Mary. That's, that's what a Hail Mary is. It's plus 14,500. You put 10 bucks, you win 1,400 bucks. That's what I'm doing, putting 10 bucks on that bad boy. Obviously Love not it. California because they're communists here and they don't believe in gambling. Crazy. Crazy. I got for my Hail Mary here, it's a five-leg parlay. San Francisco, my best bet on Thursday. Pittsburgh, my best bet on Sunday during the day. Baltimore, my Sunday night best bet. 
tacking on there. Cleveland, because to your point, I think it's easy. Ended up being one of your best bets, but also Indy, also being one of your best bets. You picked up on what I was picking up. I like both those teams. Cleveland and Indy are money line. Everyone else is against the spread. It's a five-leg parlay plus 2650. I like that. All right, why don't you hit us with your teaser? Teasers, again, same teams, but we're, we're going with points. San Fran minus one. Pittsburgh plus four and a half. Baltimore plus two and a half. Cleveland plus eight and a half. Indy plus three and a half. Buffalo plus nine and a half. I do think the Eagles are going to win, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be ugly. Ten points with Buffalo. I think it's just too much. Chicago Bears plus nine and a half. And the Tennessee Titans plus two is an eight leg teaser plus eleven hundred. All right, all right. I went a little bit of a different role here. I took ten legs oh. of a teaser. Oh, you can't you can't do two in the same game. No, you cannot. Oh, that's tough. All right, yeah, it is tough because I would whew, love to tag some overs and unders on here. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Okay. All right. I guess I can't take the Jets under and the spread. All right. So we got plus six for nine legs, plus 1,400. Same number as the Hail Mary. Both 1,400. Perfect. We got Ravens over 41 and a half. By the way, I can't believe the look look ahead was 44 and a half. I didn't realize it jumped up to 47 and a half. Now I'm teasing it just two points to 41 and a half or three points on the 41 and a half. Anyway, Ravens 41 and a half. Chiefs minus three and a half. Browns. Under 41 and a half. Colts plus three and a half. Saints plus seven and a half. Jets plus 15 and a half. San Francisco to win. Lions to win by two. Eagles plus three. Plus 1400. I like it. That's it for the day, man. That's it for the day. Any last words? No, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thanks for being with us. Check us out, Winning Picks Weekly, everywhere podcasts are available, and always on the Knicks, Jets, etc. YouTube. It's quite a week, John. Quite a week at NFL. Rivalry week here in college. A lot of gambling. Feast week in NBA if you're so inclined. A lot. A if you got lot some stuff, stuff on the in-season tournament, every game matters right now. Yeah. There's, so. there's, 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 a, there's a little piece of my brain that wants me to go to – Luca versus LeBron tonight, but the traffic is going to be insane. Yeah. So I'm a little worried about that down in LA, but it's in my mind, Greg, talking about basketball. I kind of want to see Luca versus LeBron on a non yellow court. Ah, I kind of want to see it. We'll see. It's in my head. All right. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's go, Jets. J E T S. Jets. Jets. Jets.